Hi everyone, this is Nicola Connolly Bourne here, the Personal Empowerment Specialist, and you are very welcome to my podcast, Soul Chats. This podcast tells the story of some of my clients and my colleagues' experiences before and during the start of their own personal and spiritual development journey. But most importantly, you'll get to find out what life is like now for them after they are doing the work consistently, persistently and insistently. Enjoy every single moment of these very personal and powerful stories. Yvonne Murray, you are extraordinarily welcome to Soul Chats. It is my honour and pleasure to have you here. I'm chuffed that you agreed to do it because I love the bones of you and I just think you're absolutely amazing. You're one of the most elegant, centred, soft and kind-hearted people that I have ever met. And there's an air of majesty about you that I really, really admire. <laughs> so tell me how you got yourself to the position of finding nicolaconnellyborn.com and starting the work. Okay, well, thank you. I am very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. And thank you for the lovely kind words. Um, I think ultimately what brought me here was um, years and years of doing things the wrong way, mm. but I didn't really know about it. Mm-hmm. for a long time and I think the first well when I first realized that I needed to start looking after myself a little bit more was mm-hmm. during the first COVID lockdown okay okay and what happened was we weren't going anywhere we weren't seeing anybody I was at home minding kids my husband mm-hmm. was working from home and we got to a point where I just felt like any of the conversations that I was having with people were on a surface sort of level Mm. um I felt like I wasn't connecting with people I was really missing that and I mean on a deeper on a soul kind of level not on a surface level yeah um I felt like everything that I did was for other people Mm. Uh, everything that I did was for the kids, for my husband, for our home, for family. And I felt like I had more time during those lockdowns, but at the same time, I felt a bit lonely. Um, and I just, I felt like a slave in my own home. And I remember okay. saying that to you whenever I called you first. Yeah, that is and, a, yeah. that's a really good description. That's <laughs> a very strong description. Um, but I mean, I had two small kids. I was very busy looking after them and you're not on your looking own. Looking after their oh, needs, yeah. number one. And I think everybody says when you have kids, there's no preparation. It's always a bit of a shocker. But like, I th- it took me about two years to. Yeah kind of be okay with the responsibility of having another kid and by, the, by that time I was pregnant again wow. and you know um it all just came at me yes. and I don't think I drew breath to assess how I was or how I was feeling or uh sort of where I was going and and the time when I got in touch with you there was a kind of I 
there was an unknown nagging feeling in myself mm. and I didn't know what it was I couldn't put my finger on it mm. and now I do know and that it was that I needed to really get to know myself and know what I needed to take care of my spiritual self heart and soul but I didn't know myself well enough at the time I knew this is there's a nagging feeling here the knob, but, yeah, the knob. But, but I didn't know what it was I didn't know myself. I didn't even know what I liked to do mm. in my so, own time, you know. So acknowledging I, that's really important that you didn't even know yourself. Yes. And hand on heart. I would yeah. Say and now you do. Yeah. yeah. Now you do. I know you do. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you and I bumped into each other in a, in a group years ago. We met each other fleetingly. And then when you could yes. when you around again and you were like, we were in a group together. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, we were. So we were definitely. Yeah. Together. And I would say to you that time, and I said this to you before, so I know it's okay to say this. I was afraid the first time that I came into contact with you. I, I, I'm going to say that I was afraid of you, but I wasn't afraid of you. It was the truth that you brought to a situation, and I felt <gasps> I can't cope with um, the level of honesty that this woman brings to something because at that time. I had so much armor up around myself. I felt if if I keep this kind of armor up, I've got nothing to worry about because nobody really can see the real me. And nobody can see that I'm like the swan kind of floating around, looking like I've got everything under control and organized and, yeah. and under the surface, like all hell is recognized. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. That's a great yeah. description. Okay. So what was the process like at the beginning of your personal development journey? Um, I'd say, um, for me, I would say it was kind of scary. Mm -hmm. Like I knew that I needed, I knew there were places that I needed to go with the work. Mm -hmm. Uh, however, there was an awful lot of resistance within me mm -hmm. in terms of going there. So, um, I would say that I knew that I was going to be making changes and, I had a, a lot of concerns about perhaps changing personal relationships and um, yeah. maybe moving away from friends or that kind of thing. Um, on the other side of it, I jumped in with two feet to mm -hmm. the, the, the filling up of my own cup first. And yeah. I think it was a, like there was an awful lot of learning in be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I was able to build, you know, even just a little bit of journaling every day or um, yeah. kind of consistently asking myself the questions, mm -hmm. what do I need right now? Or mm -hmm. how can I help myself today? Yeah. Uh, or making time for myself. Um, and then little things started to, to become apparent to me that you know, um, and during a COVID lockdown where nobody's coming into my house, but, mm. you know, I used to make it my business to have a very clean and tidy house at all times. Yeah. And that's where I would put my energy mm. instead of uh, maybe focusing on what did I need, yeah. <laughs> which was maybe to just sit down and listen to something nice or, yeah. you know, colour with my kids or... Yeah whatever I always felt like if I am keeping busy here you know I am um, external yeah blo blocking out 
other stuff that I just don't want to talk about right now or deal with, you know. Okay. So when you did rip the plaster off. Yeah, eventually. Um, because yeah. uh, you and I were having a, co a conversation earlier on about you saying that you were avoiding the soul books for a while. Yeah, definitely. Uh, did decide to do that. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you before you started to see results? Um, I would say immediately, because for me, the big the big thing for me was bring, to bring my awareness to something. And I think once I had awareness around an issue, uh, like there's no going back from that. Mm -hmm. There's no kind of unlearning something that you know is going to benefit. Even if, even if, I, if I read a soul work and delved into it a little bit and had an awareness of it, mm -hmm. Even if I didn't act on that mm -hmm. for a little while, <laughs> I knew that I had that information there. And mm -hmm. then I always had this gut sense that, you know, I'm, I'm going here with this mm -hmm. and I am going to do the work here. Even if, even if I was experiencing resistance with it for maybe weeks, which often has been the case, yeah, yeah. I have always still gone there because the awareness is there and I know I need to do this because you know what like lessons that we need to learn you know they keep they sure. keep coming back to us so avoiding something is no good unless you're unless you're happy to have the same things coming up over and over and over again for the rest of your life yeah yeah stuff keeps coming around so I think the, having the awareness of something was mm. was key and I then that you I love the fact that you use the words I am. I am doing this. Even if you were putting <laughs> yeah. space and time between you and it for a little while, yeah. you still had made the decision mm -hmm. that no matter what, I'm not moving off this old look until I get that done. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what commitment, consistency, persistency, and insistency looks like. Yeah. Fair play to you. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> so even though you haven't finished all of the soul works, Mm -hmm. what has been your biggest light bulb moment in this process um i don't know if there's been any one big kind of aha or light bulb i think there has most certainly been a mass gathering of pebbles for sure <laughs> I, know. I would say that um i think probably probably ego now I'm going to put ego into the light bulb and probably my greatest challenge so far I'm going to put ego into into that category um because in hindsight you know since I've delved into a little bit and, and I would say I still struggle at times with the concept of ego yeah. not to mind recognizing it all the time and you know challenging it um I think I have lived my entire life in a ego space until I have become, had the awareness of it. And I, like, I'm still learning uh, and I'm growing on that one. It's a um, daily challenge. That one, I think, uh, yeah, that, that has been my biggest kind of okay. light bulb. Also, I'm going to say 
scheduling has been the biggest light bulb because when I first read about scheduling in a solo work I thought what is Nicola on about scheduling how is this something got to do with kind of solo care um and getting a schedule together has been it just had a really big impact on me and and on the ego self because I feel like up until that point had I done anything for myself there was guilt attached to it right now any moms out there are going to know exactly what I'm talking about because if I had said I'm going to do kind of watch a movie or I'm going to have a bath or whatever the kind of ego side of my head is saying well you didn't do the laundry or (laughs) you didn't spend time with your husband or you didn't kind of get the lunches ready yet or whatever okay so this dialogue is going on all of the time when I have things on paper in front of me and a schedule and and I did it to the extent where I was scheduling in school runs this is the time we're having breakfast this is the time we're uh, having a date night this is the time we are um our kids are having a bath like I scheduled everything mm-hmm. so that I could put in my time for doing my uh solo works or doing my journaling or doing mm-hmm. whatever it is I needed to do for myself to be okay and once that was done then I'm able to put in my time for my Netflix or my bath or yeah. whatever it is so that when I am doing the like the external self-care stuff I know the internal stuff or the admin stuff or whatever else it is that I would be feeling bad about not doing I know that stuff is scheduled in it's on paper so it's kind of relaxes my ego a little bit during those times that I can yeah and it's taken all the boxes for you yes yeah. I love that. I love the fact so, that I didn't know that scheduling had such an impact on you. Yes. And um, and then I really knew. Nicola knows what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I leave yeah. no stone of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so can you share with us what is your because you know we're big into daily spiritual practices, right? Yeah. So other than the soul works, what is your daily spiritual practice for you? Um, I start off my day with a little page of my, like a little page of journaling. This takes me about less than five minutes. Okay. Um, however, it feeds my soul and it looks after like my inner child first thing in the morning so that by the time it gets to four o'clock or five o'clock I call it the arsenic hour around here with the kids and getting tired and cranky and dinner's not ready yet or whatever so by the time we get to that time of the day my own self isn't screaming what about me you know so I've been taken care of first so this is the filling up of my cup first thing in the morning so I'm having my cup of coffee I have my one small page of my journal and I am writing out three gratitudes for that morning so uh, and they vary and they can be anything Mm -hmm. then I am writing out three I am statements so they are whatever they are for that day like I am organized I am thankful I am excited whatever they are 
um, they are also different every day. And then I have a little sentence that I um, like to write out, which is, I love, honor, and appreciate myself. Therefore, today I will. And then for that day, I finish off whatever it is I'm going to do so that I have some little intention set for that day. Now, maybe it's only one thing, maybe it's five things, but I feel like it sets me up for the day. And sometimes that, like that sentence for this morning was, I will be present with my kids because I feel like when I am in the present, everything just flows more easily. Um, and and writing that out in the morning really does make a difference. And on the days where possibly I have missed doing that, yes, the energy is different. Yes. Do you throughout know throughout the day? When yeah. you said that, Yvonne, when you said that sentence, all the hairs on the top of my head stood. <laughs> because you and I set intentions every day. Yeah. And we discussed that on Tuesdays. And yeah. I have never heard that sentence before setting intentions ah okay you have taught me something now oh good <laughs> and i think we need to upgrade Fantastic. i think we need to upgrade our intentions yeah for me i i'm really practical and i'm like mm -hmm. so today i intend to and i do it mm -hmm. personally and professionally yeah i do it spiritually look it's we break it down but yeah but i've never said it with the, the why it's the um, why yeah. Why say, am I doing this? Say it again, Yvonne. Yeah. Say it again. I love, honor, and appreciate myself. Therefore, today I will. And then you fill in the blanks. What are you going to do today for yourself? That's good. <laughs> and it attaches the why to it. So intentions are intentions, but why are you doing it? You know? And sometimes I say, like, it can be, I'm going to the post office. <laughs> you know, sometimes they are very practical things, but yes. those need to get done as well. So, well, you know that the post office is regularly on my intentions because I struck <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Put that one in there for you. <laughs> that one in, that needs to go in yeah. a minute. But um, <laughs> I'm really glad that you brought up the why because, yeah, the why to, yeah. to anchor, to yeah. anchor everything in your why. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that. That was lovely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. So what are your main go-to tools? Um, my main go-to tools, I would say, uh, are my journal. Mm -hmm. Um, which I had like that was a, a having a journal was a complete learning for me. Mm -hmm. Uh and it's something I, I like to have something to journal to write about, like a topic to write about. Mm -hmm. Uh I would still find the kind of taking my pen for a walk and just writing about whatever is going on. I still struggle with that. Uh, just getting stuff out. But yeah, getting stuff out of my head uh, and freeing up space in my head for other things um, and getting things out of there that I'm carrying around that don't need to be there. Um, it's such a gift to have that on paper and then you can close the book and forget about stuff that doesn't need to be there um that is my huge tool the next the next big one for me would be um i'm going to call this awareness around responding versus reacting because i do not get this right all of the time i am still working on this one but knowing that i can create a space between 
something that happens and what, what my response or reaction to it. So I can, I can kind of choose and, and all I need to do is create a little nanosecond of space in between the trigger and whatever it is that I do. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I like that. Know, I like yeah, that it's really, because I would have been a reactor for sure. Um, yeah, and, uh, and just knowing that I can change that. And I mean, I, I have changed it quite a lot. I mean, yeah. still, still, and there'll always be work. There will always be work. I react. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not for super. Sure. I fall yeah. off the wagon every now and again, you know? Yeah. The halo cracks. And yeah, we're always learning. Tiny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I react every now and again, but it's knowing when you react. Yeah. I, I, and then I feel like, you know, well, all is not lost because I can now respond to my reaction and go back and apologize or go back and make it right or whatever exactly. i need to do yeah exactly so all good well said good. well said okay as of today mm -hmm. what advice would you give your younger self um this is a hard one because i feel that for such a long time, I was my own worst enemy and my own critic. And at this point, I have I have got to a point where I am now grateful for all of the things that came before mm. because I am in the position that I am in now. And I am very clear about where I am going. Mm. Um, so advice for my younger self, I think, would be to take action. Because, and the, the reason that I'm saying that is, like, I did take action. I, I did, I have done plenty of things and achieved plenty of things. But I mean, for, for somebody out there or somebody that is listening that is struggling with something, like, I struggled for years with food. Like, that was my thing. Okay. okay? Like, I was an emotional eater, binger. I was overweight for a long time. Mm -hmm. I did everything that I could think of to sort out my problem. Mm -hmm. everything I did hypnotherapy mm -hmm. I did CBT mm -hmm. I did coaching I did Weight Watchers I did everything that I thought was available to mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. I read every book under the sun and, and I mean a lot of the people that I went to see coaches therapists CBT people they gave me good advice mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that what mm -hmm. they had to offer wasn't useful mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. And I did listen to what they said mm -hmm. and I don't know, I went away and then I didn't do anything about it. Okay. So I, I was absorbing all of this information, but I didn't take action. And by that, I mean, change something and be consistent about it. Yeah. Now, in hindsight, I know whatever things that I was doing were serving me in some way. Okay, the behavior that I had mm -hmm. was keeping me um, in a sort of comfort zone, uh, which is a very dangerous place to be. Yes, as we both you know. know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah. is excellent advice. Yeah, you know, you can have all of this yeah. knowledge, and you can know, no, no, but whether yeah. you can do, do, do is the issue. Yeah, without without consistent action. It's useless. All that information was useless to me. Wasting your time. And, you know, it's, it's 
sometimes I'm a bit sad because I think, oh, where would I be now had I done something about it earlier on? But, you know, I've kind of, I, I, it took me, and it took me a long time to accept, you know, this is where I'm at with this. Mm-hmm. And this is where I need to now build, collect, start collecting my pedals. And it doesn't have to be, I don't have to take huge steps. And I was always crippled by getting things perfect all of the time. And like, what a useless benchmark for yourself that is, because it is nothing ever going to be perfect, ever, no matter what we do. But the, but this was the this was the headspace that I was in at the time. And it's a lie, you know, like a perfectionism gig. Yeah, for sure. It's such a lie. It's so futile. It's such wasted energy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I did that myself yeah. for many, many years. Eva. Yeah. No. yeah. And, and I, you know, I, I feel so sorry for her. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so sorry for my own self too. But, yeah. you know, she got me where I am today. And exactly. I have to be thankful for uh, all of those experiences, even the even the stuff that wasn't so great. I mean, I feel like I have a lot of life experience now. And, mm. and I wouldn't have that had I not had Mm-hmm. the darker times I guess absolutely yeah. even though I feel sorry for the younger Nicola I really admire her yeah because she, she never had, gave up never gave up but also she didn't have the tools she needed so mm-hmm. how can you how can you operate at that level when you've no yeah. tools you know yeah and and just as you go you just pick up your pebbles as you go and yeah apply the pebbles as you learn them mm-hmm. and look our, our past experiences have made us who we are and I yeah. like who I am and I know you like who you are yeah and I'd like and to- this is the, the 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 coming forward of the authentic self I suppose and mm-hmm. this is a part of me that I would have kept hidden for a long time because I was tearing around trying to keep everybody happy mm-hmm. uh, being afraid of conflict afraid of upsetting someone so I better say yes to everything and spread myself so thinly to, just to make sure now that there's no time for myself because I don't want to go there and I don't want to go there with myself. So I'll make sure that I'm so busy all the time that my brain is so distracted from the work that I know in my gut, I really need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avoidance at the highest level. Yeah, for sure. And then I, 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 and I wasn't bringing my, my authentic self to my marriage. Like I was had that fear of conflict of, of getting involved in an argument of uh, I definitely was had a vulnerability issue there I was afraid of getting kind of I I wasn't bringing myself to my my career because uh, for for the same reasons fear of judgment yeah 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 judgment and you use the word conflict there a few times yes okay so can we distinguish for the listeners, can we distinguish the difference between conflict and boundaries? I don't know, can we? (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes, um, and I know that you, I know that you know this because we've discussed this before. Um, Sometimes people say to me, oh, I'm not into confrontation now. I I don't really like confrontation. Mm -hmm. And I say, but, but you are not actually confrontational. We're not going out looking to pick a row with somebody. But what we're not willing to do at certain times of our lives is be confident enough to assert what our boundaries are. Yes. And that's the difference. 
Yeah. Not that we're being confrontational. That's sure. not what, what yeah. our gig is. Our gig is not that. What our gig is having the confidence honoring and appreciating ourselves enough to have the confidence to bring to the table to say yes. you know that's not okay for me yeah and you know I struggled with boundaries and getting boundaries in place particularly where there were no boundaries before because you know until I started really digging in I was just floating around like a plastic bag in my life and like that would come as a surprise for each people because it's se- like it seemed like I had everything together um but yeah uh I don't know probably when I started off I'd, I probably couldn't have named one boundary that I had in place I know and look at you now there were none <laughs> there were none <laughs> I guess around it yeah for sure brilliant brilliant yeah. okay yeah. So what does your life look like now? Um, I think I've, I know myself very well. Mm-hmm. I know when something does not sit well with me mm-hmm. and I know that action will be taken on that matter. Um, I know how to put a boundary in place and I know how to put one in place where there was never a boundary before, okay? Yeah. I know when I'm operating from an ego space most of the time. Yes. Uh, I'm still learning on that one and I'm always going to be learning. And, you know, I love that. Mm, as will I. I learn with you. I love that. Um, I feel like I present my authentic self to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I know where I'm going in terms of my career and you know, I waited around for a long time for permission Mm. to move away from the career that I'm in and move forward into something else. Um, And permission from who? (laughs) You know, (laughs) that there was something that I wanted to do. And and for people who are listening, when I started in the group, I didn't really know where I was going. I knew my gut and my heart and so where I wanted to go, but I was, I wasn't giving my myself permission to go there, uh, and to do it and sign up for the course and do it. Mm. Uh, and I am now halfway through that course. Um, so I have taken huge steps forward. That is where my life is, and I, you know, and and I think even my parenting of my children has changed Mm. um and and I didn't say it earlier I forgot but like I think they were a huge uh, factor in my getting involved with your work uh, because I felt that if I didn't deal with my own stuff I was going to project it onto them yes and I was not okay with that love it uh and I knew changes have to be made here. I love because it. I was even, I was such a yes person. I was afraid to say no to my own children. Wow. Which is dangerous also. That is dangerous. <laughs> and now I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Like I just, I, I, I loved them. I didn't have the confidence to upset them. And that's where I was. That, that is scary now to me. 
Yeah, and imagine, imagine, Ivan, you know, that they didn't hear the word no or that you weren't boundaried. And mm-hmm. then they go off into the world living in a home that has that kind of a culture. And then they go out into the world and then they get all the no's. Yeah, what a shock. They get all the boundaries. <laughs> We haven't, yeah. we haven't set them up to 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 feel what the bumps yeah. Like. Yeah. 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 Uh, and to be resilient enough to be able to bounce back from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That is massive. So so you know, I've come on in leaps and bounds. And I feel, you know, moving forward now, I feel like whatever life throws at me, yeah, I've I've I'm very confident that. I can deal with this. Yeah. I have, I'm okay with whatever comes my way. Yeah. And I know I can process that and I can move forward with yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Positive stuff and negative stuff. And I know that I can, I have tools to deal with those things in a positive way. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yvonne, are you happy? I am happy. For sure. Do you know what? And this is this is the first time that I could probably say that in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And sure, everything is not perfect in my life. But I am so grateful for all of the things that are going right. Yeah. So grateful. And I have so much. Yeah. And and you know, that's all just down to you. You've done that. Yeah, for sure. I just changed some things. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. Okay. And last question, what advice would you give to somebody who is sitting on the fence about whether they want to get into personal development in whatever, which form? Um, I would say if you have a gut feeling that this is the direction you need to go in, do it regardless of any feelings of fear that you have attached to it. And this is what we were talking about earlier on, the, the mind, the gap. Yeah. Um, the, the, the gap in uh, putting down your old tools, even though they're working for you in some ways, but they're, they're not really doing the job. And, and you're, you're putting those down, not really knowing what you're signing up for or not really knowing how a new way of operating is going to work for you. Yeah. Um, that is what I would say. Go for it. Trust um, the process. To, yeah, and and you know, your stuff is gonna follow you. Mm. Your stuff is gonna follow you around. Your stuff will talk with you, can. And it'll follow you around, and and the same things will keep showing up in your life in different ways until you learn the lesson and move on to the next lesson. And another thing that I've learned is, as I have moved up the rungs of this ladder. Yes. For every level I go to, there's another devil. That's what I call it. For every level, yeah. another devil. But every every rung that I go up, there is something else that I have to deal with. It's yeah. as if I'm never done. And I say, if I went back and started again on the soul works yeah. from the very beginning, yeah, I would be. It would be like starting something again because I'm a different person now than I was when I started off yeah well the girls always say that in yeah. the group like yeah. there's, there's a handful of girls who are like on their fourth round of doing the soul works yeah yeah and uh they always say I have a different set of ears now Nicola yes yeah you know I'm, I've learned I've, I've learned so much that 
mm-hmm. me looking back I look at that person like we were saying earlier on and we say oh my god I feel so sorry for her but I'm also very grateful to her but also yeah. they've come on so far that they can't identify with that girl anymore because they're mm-hmm. completely different now but yeah. also very very important to go back to the beginning of the process to repeat it so that you relearn the lesson yeah. because yeah. it's different this time yes for sure so yeah for anybody that's sitting on the fence they're not they're not too sure like you owe it to yourself you know and we are only responsible for ourselves right mm. and the caretaking of our own spiritual soul mm. and self and you know you owe it to that person and if there's a little whisper in there the, the whispering of your soul saying go sort this out for yourself or yeah. live your better life you know yeah do it yeah. you deserve it you deserve it yeah you, know? you do deserve it yeah Ivan oh I'm so grateful to you I could talk to you all day you're so welcome thank you oh for having God. me you're thank so good you. at this Ivan thank, thank you so so much I'm sure that every mother on earth will be able to identify with what it is that you've just said. And I'm so grateful to you for your time and your knowledge and your elegance as always. So thank you so, so much. Thank you, Nicola, for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure and I have loved every minute. Thank you. Take it easy. Slán. Well, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed getting an insight into what spiritual and personal development looks like. If you would like to join our soul work community, you can do that through my website, which is nicolaconnellyborn.com. I would love for you to connect with me on any of the social media platforms by searching with my name, Nicola Connolly Bourne. I really hope you enjoyed our soul chats. Take care and have an absolutely fantastic day. <laughs>